0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Nano Community Tech, a uniting voice for technology enthusiasts everywhere. My name is Sandeep Johal. In this episode, I speak to author, founder, and chief energy officer of Success On Purpose, Melanie Taylor. Success On Purpose mentors high achievers to thrive. In the past, Melanie worked in palliative care where she helped people move on from life. She used the anxiety as a gift to work through her limiting beliefs. The result is a balanced person who is comfortable in her own existence while embracing the ups and downs of life. She helps others to change their perspective, to have the permission to be imperfect. And she practices what she preaches, Melanie has admitted to being terrified of technology, but has been chipping away at that resistance and has become efficient at running an online business and delivering her message over social media and other technology. As she expands her business, technology has enabled her to tap into a global talent, and she intends to keep her business online while taking advantage of emerging tech. Welcome to the show, Melanie Taylor. How are
1: thank you? Thank you. Thank you, Sudeep. Very well, thank you. Very grateful and very excited to be here today.
0: Oh, look, it's a great uh, opportunity to have you on the show. I've been looking forward to this for a while now. Uh, we have known each other for a while, uh, all the way back to when we did Toastmasters together. Oh, those days were awesome. Uh, I still remember your speaking skills from those days. I am so glad to see and hear that those have come in really handy and made you a star at what you do.
1: Oh, thank you, Sandy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) My skills, well, my skills that I developed because I was very, my God, paralyzed with fear around public speaking. So I'm so grateful for Toastmasters and that safe space, that opportunity just to keep getting up, keep having a go, Uh, the beautiful support that was there that enabled me to now enjoy public speaking (laughs) which was you know was my biggest fear actually for such a long time so it has yeah contributed to my success a lot Uh, but it came from yeah the beautiful supportive community that was there I couldn't have done it without all you guys.
0: We uh, definitely were a supportive group and I certainly enjoyed those days I learned a lot of my skills from there and I And I can see that you have uh, started a business uh, called Success on Purpose. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose that from my own experience of my own fears, I realised that it was my default was always to go to fear. And then I soon worked out that in order to be successful, I had to do it on purpose. I had to take action. I had to move into my uncomfortable zones, and that that's where I was going to get the results from life. And it took a lot of courage, of course. And then I started to get the results from that. I started to be open, vulnerable, talk to other people about my own limiting beliefs, my own fears, my shames, my guilt, my depressions, my anxiety. And then I came to realise that I wasn't the only person out there that was experiencing (laughs) challenges and hardship and incredibly hard on myself, high achiever, coming and, you know, forcing and pushing and, yeah, really hard on myself and ticking a lot of boxes but not really enjoying life. So I, started to be mentored myself back in 2010 after I broke my wrist, which was a fantastic wake-up call for me that I was struggled to receive. I struggled to receive support. I was very good at giving to others, but when I had to receive support, I really struggled. So that started my journey. And then I realised that I needed to learn how to love myself, how to be kind to myself. I had no idea how to do that. And then I, of course, when you put it out there, the teacher appears. So then I was in Nepal in December of 2010, 11, doing some volunteer work over there. And I spent two weeks in a room with a colleague, another nurse. And she spoke to me about this mentor that she was seeing and limiting beliefs and how much it had changed her life. And I just knew that I needed to see this this mentor to learn what self-love is (laughs) how do you love yourself and be kind to yourself and then so I started being mentored that was 10 years ago now and I thought I'll have a few sessions (laughs) I'll work this out and here I am today still being mentored a different mentor now now I have another coach and all sorts of things and I'm constantly working on my mindset and I'm very metaphysical as well uh, with my background in, in medicine. And, you know, I was a nurse for 18 years and now I study metaphysics for six years. So I understand the brain, the pathways, the limiting beliefs. And there's a lot of limiting beliefs there. And so when we're on purpose, we start to take action. We can make affirming belief systems. We can change our brain. So it's all this new, you know, neuroplasticity now. But I was always taught that. You know, your brain's fixed, bad luck, you know, but it's not true at all. So, yeah, and then I started to get results and open up my heart more, be more vulnerable and share. And then in that space I found that, yeah, there's a lot of people out there like me who are high-achieving empaths. That's who that's who we work with uh, because that's who I am, who I was, and I, I really understand them and I can support them. Uh, to thrive rather than burning out and you know being riddled with that that the stress response and that endless doing cycle.
0: (laughs) I really do admire your journey to get here and I know uh, you've you've spoken about it uh, previously and you're you've just shared it with us it's it's certainly remarkable uh, and what a resilient person you are. I think it shows and i and I believe that it comes across in, in the business that you do, and also does come across in uh, your approach. Because just in, even in this session, I can I can sense that positivity. I can sense the uh, the energy. I can sense the enthusiasm uh, coming through. And we're not in the same location. We're in different places and i would imagine that this is the kind of motivation the kind of enthusiasm the kind of uh, energy the kind of almost uh pick me up that 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 i believe you bring to your clients uh currently especially in a time when the pandemic is uh, causing lots of lockdowns and where we are and uh people being you know people are um away from their loved ones away from their place of work and uh, their routine and they're having to struggle to get uh, some normal sense of life, and I feel like uh, someone like you would add so much pos- positivity and 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 purpose and meaning uh, in that journey. So, could you tell me a little bit more about how you'd reach out to your clients uh, clients these days, and 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 given the uh, pandemic, um, how how do you how do you bring that energy across screens
1: (laughs) (laughs) well the beautiful thing is that there's actually no space so when you start to go into the metaphysics and the quantum physics you understand that there's protons there's electrons moving around so we, we think there's space between us but actually there's not and so you can connect very easily with other people but when you change that, that's a limiting belief that we have. We think, oh, you know, they're over there. But, and I suppose when I started to do this work on myself, I started to learn the power of love. And I actually share it in my book where I started to understand that it's a vibration and the doctor. Oh, the Japanese scientist, Dr. Emoto, um, the water molecule scientist, I don't know if you've heard of that one, Sandeep.
0: No, I have not.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. So it, there's a movie called What the Bleep, do you know? And it's just on YouTube and it, it's varied science and spirituality bringing it together. And they explain this experiment that Dr. Mazaru Emoto did and he took uh, cylinders of water and he labelled them all up and he got people to put intention to, into each cylinder, so love, gratitude, fear, I hate you, <laughs> heavy metal music, all of these different um, energies, putting them into the water. And what he did was then he uh, froze a cell, put it under the microscope, and then what happened is the love-based emotions turned into beautiful crystals and then the fear-based ones uh, turned into like sort of black, green, murky messes, and that was incredibly significant for me because I had a science background, being a nurse, and I knew that our body is made up of eighty percent water. So whatever we're saying to ourselves, those thoughts that we're firing is turning our body into our cells into either crystals or into gelatinous messes. And so I had a lot of chronic back pain at the time and I had high-grade cancerous cells in my uterus and headaches and migraines and all sorts of things. And I realized that that was all a part of the thoughts. And so what I did, I started experimenting. I'm like this love thing, (laughs) I'm going to experiment with this love thing. So I had a friend of mine who was struggling with her son. He was a teenager got in with a bad crowd, taking drugs and a bit, let's say, off the rails. And she was just about to disown him. And I said to her, I said, can I do an experiment on your son? And she said, yeah, sure, Mel. And I said, can I please send him, I'm going to send him love every day for 30 days and I'm going to call you at the end of the 30 days. I'm going to see how, it makes me emotional just talking about it, I'm going to see how he is after those 30 days and she thought I was mad I said, oh, well I am <laughs> you have to be you know <laughs> to be in this business and so I did and I, I back then I had a, a, a an old journal like a diary a paper diary and I put it in the date da, 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 da. so every morning I intention was I send him love send him love every single morning and then after the 30 days I rang her up and I said um, um it's now it's me I've done my experiment and I just want to check in with him I said how's he going and she said, well, Mal, I don't know what you've done, but he's great. And she just shared then all these changes that had started to happen in his life. And so then that's when I realised that there's no space. We think that so we're all very connected. We're all interconnected because he was receiving that love. His parents were withdrawing love for him because they were angry and I was giving that giving him that love. And so then I was set then and I just realised that, you know, technology can be such a wonderful medium <laughs> to connect with people uh, because there is actually no space. There's no space between and people actually receive receive that
0: love. I got goosebumps just listening to that. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, I guess the distance that we currently have with, you know, all these video conferences that we tend to attend uh, on most days, we never, or I don't feel like I get connected with new people that I meet, um, especially when it's, you know, in my case, I, I get new clients um, every couple of months or so, and I have to connect with them and I have to uh, create a rapport, trust, connection, all those wonderful things that that actually help in making a good working relationship, help in delivering good outcomes, good deliverables and so on. You, you talk about there really isn't any distance. Um, ha- how do you use your tools right now and use the concept of no distance and connectivity? How do you merge them so that mm. there is the seamlessness that that it's not about space it's not about um a, a medium or a screen and it and, and, and you kind you kind of break through that and you, you you connect with someone as if they were there it it feels like from your st- earlier story they don't even need to be um anywhere near you they they may not even have spoken to you yet you're making connection and making a difference how do we how do you do that with clients who you're talking to
1: well it's all about the space that you hold for people and it's a safe space. So we have energetic fields that come out of us and when you do the inner work on yourself, you start to release your own fears that you have, your judgments on yourself. and then your energy field just expands and you hold a safer space for others. So I've done a lot of inner work over 10 years of releasing my own. I was very incredibly judgmental of myself, hence why I couldn't public speak because I judged myself partially. And so in doing the the learning public speaking and, and working with mentors and releasing all my limiting belief systems, then I started to feel safer within. And I also teach how to get into what's called the parasympathetic nervous system. So the relaxation zone in our body because that's where we start to feel safe. And people can feel that. And look, I'm very fortunate, Sandeep, because I was a nurse for 18 years and I worked in palliative care. So I worked with people that were dying and I worked in the community. I went to their homes and I supported them uh, to die. And they covered all sorts of everything. Ages, the youngest I ever looked after was six months old, up to, you know, hundred, all different nationalities, everything all over. And I went, right. These people do not have time. <laughs> I do not have time everyone's like you've got to develop relationships with people. I'm like that's a misnomer. I don't have time to develop relationships. They need to feel safe with me first up because they might die this afternoon tomorrow or whatever. So I just got really good at holding a non-judgmental space for people and that was that is the key to success is no judgment and people feel that and people will tell me stuff. I've never oh, well, I've never told anyone this. It's because they feel that from me. They feel like I'm not, they know I'm not judging them. And so from my experience in palliative care, I I was able to hold that space for people and they tap into it and then release, you know, something that they were holding on to before they, you know, moved off to the next life. And it was a beautiful, profound honour, you know. And then so I was able to bring this into my work as well. So I'm very grateful that I have this ability to connect quite quickly with people because I don't judge them. Uh, because I don't judge myself anymore, all of my failings, my challenges, my shames, my guilt, my depression has actually been my greatest gift in life to be, you know, where I am today. So, no one can floor me sideways. I've had the people. Well, oh, I've got to tell you something, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, go. <laughs> and I like, da 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 da. I'm like, ah, that's nothing, mate. <laughs> you know we're all we're all experiencing our life the life that we need we need all these challenges we need to stuff up we need it's 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 that's how we find ourselves actually it's how we expand and so yeah that's the key sandeep is non judgment when you learn not to judge yourself and not to judge others people feel that and this beautiful
0: connection happens and, and you're finding that that is not hindered by the uh, the screens and the, the technology and the Zoom calls and all of that other stuff. It's, it's it's still just like as if they were talking to you in person.
1: Yeah, and this has been a gift for COVID because I used to have an office in Port Melbourne and I used to do workshops. My business was quite different to what it is now. And I suppose it was at some level I thought, oh, it'd be great to have the laptop lifestyle and be online but I had my own limiting beliefs that, and I'm a people person, and I love cuddling people, so physical touch is one of my love languages. So I was quite hesitant to bring my one-on-ones online, and of course, COVID hit, and so I didn't. I, the decision was made for me that I had to go online, and so there was a little bit of fear there for me. I'm like, oh my god, are the a sessions going to be as powerful? What I actually found was the sessions were more powerful <laughs> because people are in their home, they're not disassociating from their life because people used to drive to my office, come and have an amazing session in the office, and like that's their safe space, and then they can go back to their life, they're, you know, then they go back to work, their business, they're, they're busy, whatever, and then it can sort of all be a bit forgotten. And I also found that people are less stressed when we start our sessions because they're not in traffic (laughs) because people are always in traffic and, you know, oh, Mel, I'm running late, I can't find a park. I'm like, you know, that's all good. And so all of those external sort of stresses have been taken away and people are having the healings in their homes, in their offices. And so it's actually was more powerful. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And so, yeah, that was a gift that COVID actually gave me and changed my whole business. Now I do masterminds. We catch up every single week rather than just quarterly workshops. And so people are just having their results have just been absolutely uh, transformed and elevated because of the consistency rather than just, yeah, sessions here and there. So, yeah, it did blow my mind. I had my own limiting beliefs to work through with technology and I have found that, yeah, it's, it's actually been more powerful.
0: Uh, that's wonderful. So if you if you uh, could run us through how and what, um, how, how you set up for a session and what kind of tools you use and how do you deliver these ex- effective messages and, and draw people in? Because I, if I can just, before you answer, if I can just uh, point on one, I guess, thing that you said, which is around, making people feel good in their environment um, and, and I, I totally understand uh, the traffic thing. I would totally be stressed if this was a, if that was an everyday occurrence fortunately that has and uh, uh, has been eliminated or reduced tremendously. but just the connection that people um, make to a positive message that you res- that you deliver to them, is in an environment that they are in all the time, so I can imagine that they would associate that positive message with that environment. Whereas they, they were only associating that positive message when they were coming to your office. Um, and I feel like even, um, and I can see how that would be very effective. But but I'm very interested to know what you know what kind of tools, what kind of processes, what kind of uh, 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 systems do you use to to set up an effective workshop or a one-on-one session or a, um, or a seminar or, and, and you're also quite active on social media. So, so tell us the whole, mm. the whole technological, <laughs> uh, uh, I guess, the technological uh, platform or, or uh, a footprint that you have in, uh, in, in delivering your message.
1: Yes. And I think the first thing to start with there, uh, Sandeep, was I was very
0: technophobic.
1: <laughs> so when I first started my business, I could use a laptop. I think I might have had one. I did have it. Yeah, I had a laptop. But And I could email people and things like that, but I was never fancy. I call it fancy. I had a traditional diary. I loved, I would put every year, I put everyone's birth dates in and I would write in my diary and I love, I'm a list person. And so when all of, you know, iPhones and calendars and everything came out, uh, there was there was a lot of resistance. I hadn't had for a while and I remember one of my dear friends, she's actually a client as well now, she said, Mal, you need to use your phone, the calendar on your phone. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! So uh, really uncomfortable. So the good thing about me is I have a love of learning. So I feel the resistance, and then my go-to now is I instead of saying I can't do it, I say I haven't learned yet. Haven't learned yet. I Haven't learned yet. yet. So that's what gets me through life and where I am today. Because yeah, technology and all this was I used to massive fear for me. I was very scared of it because I had no idea. But now I haven't learned yet. Okay, let's just learn. And, you know, it's one step, one step, one step, and then over time it becomes familiar. So, yeah, lots of resistance initially. And we the technology that we use is Zoom. So we use Zoom for the one-on-one meetings. So I have a team behind me. I have uh, three beautiful assistants that uh, schedule all my Zoom meetings and send them off to clients for me. And I'm yeah, totally on a calendar now. I have been for a few years on my phone, which is fantastic. And But that's the main. Uh, we use that for our seminars, for our webinars. We use Zoom for everything. And then we just have, of course, we've got your personal code. So I use my personal codes for my one-on-ones. Uh, we have different codes for team meetings, things like that, uh, and then different codes for the seminars, and then... It's easy for people, the link. And then also for my clients who we have the same ID login is that then they can just join by that. So they just type that in. They know what the password is, you know, and away you go. And so it's been amazing as well managing because I have bigger sort of groups. And then, of course, there was a bit of resistance and fear around the breakout rooms. But my beautiful VA, she just uh, got a little YouTube click clip for me so I just watched that it was about three or four minutes I took some notes and then away I went so it was actually really easy to set up the breakout rooms and I'm not perfect and I don't want to be perfect I used to try to be perfect and it nearly killed me (laughs) it really really did and so now I'm a I'm messy I'm happy with that I don't I, I I'm not I don't yeah, I don't get like all stressed about things. Like I had my two hour workshop yesterday and I put the PowerPoint up and everything and and I'm always, can everyone see? Can everyone see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always checking, you know, because uh, it's good technology. But sometimes, you know, things happen. So I'm 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 fine to be messy and uh, you know stuff up and a failure and all that sort of stuff. So I and I feel like that's that's a part of my service as well. It gives the other people permission, <laughs> just to you know we don't have to be perfect, and people feel calm in that. You know, feel, feel it allows the other people to feel relaxed. So. Uh, that's you know what I bring.
0: <laughs> so if I if I can if I can unpack that a little bit more. So the imperfection in using in delivering uh, you, you, the service, the message, powerpoints, and that sort of stuff. If that imperfection, errors, you know what we we normally want to strive for a seamless, polished um experience online and and I personally often feel that if I am not a hundred percent prepared and if there are even technical issues that are outside of my control that they are also still my fault. <laughs> so <laughs> I know in my daily yeah. daily presentations we have to you know prepare and then prepare some more. Mm. But I would imagine that from what you've said, it seems to me that that authentic uh, human side comes across when, um, people see flaw, we, you know, imperfections. The technology thing didn't go exactly how, how how you may have planned it, but you're okay with that. And that may come across to people uh, and give them the comfort to know that they don't need to be perfect either uh, all the time and stress themselves out. So it almost feels as though the delivery has a message in its own right
1: yeah because the distinguishing factor is otherwise you're living in your head and then it's just information and then people go away feeling uh stressed (laughs) but my my intention for everyone is to go away from the interaction with me feeling loved feeling joy feeling like oh that was fun i had a great time so and sometimes that's in the messiness. <laughs> you know, things are flying everywhere; it's not working. But geez, we'll have a good time around it, and then people will walk away and just go, "Gee, that was oh, a great time." And they just, you know, got a new spring in their step. And so that's always my intention: that people will go away from an interaction with me feeling loved, feeling joyful, f- feeling their heart open, rather than in their, more in their head. My job, my role is to get people out of their head. <laughs> that's where we live that's why we've got so much fear and destruction going on this need to be perfect the should have the would have the could have and it just fries the brain so my job is to get people into their heart get into feeling how does it make you feel i feel calm and we do energy work as well so we stuff up the i'll be honest we stuff up the internet a lot we have some powerful sessions, and the internet's going out. I'm like, whoa! Look at how powerful you
0: are. <laughs> we, we, you talked about the love language. How do you speak in the love language on, on, on this sort of technology?
1: Well, mine's quality time and physical touch. So, and I love listening to people, and people love to be heard, and it makes you feel so full when you have that beautiful interaction. It f- fills up your heart, fills up your soul. So then, and that's why I suppose COVID, I'm fine with COVID because I can have beautiful quality time with people during, you know, these ways. I can't physically hug people, but I feel like I have. Like I have such beautiful conversations with people. They have amazing shifts and they're like, oh, my God, wow. Because I'm. I always say life happens for you. Life is happening for you, and people always say, "Mal, I could hear you." They're saying, "This is a gift. This is a gift." I always say, "Look for the gift. What's the gift in this situation?" And so then you're always taking responsibility for it. Then you're always able to transform situations that are going on. So everything is happening for us. And so, yeah, my clients <laughs> and they feel angry, and they and anger is a wonderful emotion. <laughs> We need it for death to happen from within this is, this is a process called apoptosis we need to grieve so we can create the new and they say oh, I was feeling angry but I could feel you melt I could hear you saying this is good this is good <laughs> so it's about channeling that anger you know productively so I yeah I just I love being with people I love listening to them I love supporting them and I feel their hearts open when I'm with them I feel their hearts open I feel them not being judged I feel them have a shift. That opens up my heart and then it's like I feel like I've had that
0: hug. That's wonderful. And and you're not uh, one to just stick to Zoom. You've also got uh, social media. You've got to uh, you use social media quite extensively and and, and in many ways um, uh, to deliver yet more messages of positivity, of um, enthusiastic, uh you know, methods to go forward and all that other wonderful stuff. And I've se- I've watched a lot of them. In fact, one that uh, comes to mind is your previous or most recent um, 30-day meditation, a five-minute meditation each morning mm-hmm. um, where I think at 7 a.m. you got online and whoever was online um, connected with you and, and meditated with you. Tell me a little bit more about that and why, mm. why were you doing these sessions? And, of course, technology, again, has a big part to play in delivering this.
1: Yes, yes. Well, it all came about because one of my clients, I've got all these meditations, so many meditations, and I've got the, I had them on my phone just in, in the recordings. And then one of my clients said, well, why don't you put it on Spotify? And it would be easier for us if it was on Spotify. I said, that's a great idea. Fantastic. So teed it up, got some information, teed it up with my VA, and so she put them all on Spotify. So now we're on Spotify. And then um, I did a Facebook Live, So uh, and this was a massive fear for me initially <laughs> years ago. I remember my first Facebook Live. I was on there for about 20 seconds. I was just like on and off. and But I was so excited. I was proud of myself that I actually did it. Because I thought you had to be put together and I'm not put together. But the more I just relaxed and I can only show up as me, then now I enjoy doing Facebook Lives because I can only be me. But when I was trying to be other people and perfect and all that, it was just horrible. And so I did this Facebook Live and I just shared with everyone. I said, oh, we're on Spotify now. And I shared the power of consistency showing up every day for 30 days to break a habit. And also the game changer for me was when I had a really bad anxiety is I started to do a practice of five minutes of deep breathing every day for 30 days. And at the end of those 30 days, I had no anxiety for two hours. And that was like a magic pill for me. Like I've been searching my whole life never took drugs, like I probably should have taken some anti-anxieties or something, but I was always too stubborn and I just endured this sick feeling every day in my stomach of this anxiety and, and I had no anxiety. I was like, oh, my God, this is the magic pill I've been looking for. So then that started me on my journey of 30-day habits, and then I came to understand that I was accessing the parasympathetic nervous system. And so I wanted to give that to other people because people are looking for a magic pill, but you are the magic pill, and you've got to show up consistently every day doing one small thing. That's what changes your life. And so I got this message came through from a Facebook messenger from someone, and this is the interesting thing about social media is you don't ever know who's watching. There's people that are watching, they'll never comment, they'll never do anything, tick, love, or like, or whatever, but they're there, they're watching. And so I got this message come through from this beautiful woman. Uh, I used to go to school with her, Yeah, like a different ear level to me, and she said, thanks so much, Mel, for your five-minute meditation, for your your you know, understanding it. I always thought I couldn't meditate and I've started doing it and I'm going to do the 30 days. And that just made me so happy. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. So then it came in. I'm like, right, I'm going to do a 30-day habit. That's what I'm going to do. So then I flipped it in a day and then I just got on all my social media platforms and I said, everyone in my group, it's called Burnout High Achievers, Finding Freedom and Joy. I'm going to do a 30-day challenge on Monday, starting Monday, 7 a.m., five minutes. And it was incredible. I was so proud of everyone that showed up every single day. Like they absolutely loved it. I loved it. You could feel me as soon as I got in. Oh, I was was addictive. As soon as I got on in the morning, I could feel everyone's energy. Like as soon as they started to come on, I could feel it. And it was just a beautiful vibe, a beautiful way for everybody, you know, to uh, enjoy and spe- you know, start the day. And so, and there was people that, well, there's a lot of them actually that were consistent and they did it every day. And then I followed up with them all and I said, how are you feeling? They're like, great. Oh, my goodness, this is. And so then now they're hooked. Now this has started this new pathway for them of showing up for themselves, of getting into that relaxation zone of itself, you know, it's an act of self-love. And so, yeah, that was Absolutely amazing! So it all came from the Spotify first, <laughs> then the, you know the Facebook Live, the Spotify, the Facebook it was all like technology, and it's all about making all this stuff makes life easier for people, and I'm there guiding them. And now we've got like a whole ream. I have got another message this morning from a beautiful. Yes, you just don't know who's there. And then she said, "Thank you so much for your heart meditation. I did it this morning, and I felt amazing." I said, "Oh, you're welcome." <laughs>
0: That's Sorry, incredible that's that's really mm. incredible and I think uh, you you did mention neuroplasticity before and I almost feel like um, you deliver messages that um, inspire people to change the way they think and potentially permanently uh, or permanently but as you talked about uh, how we can rewire our minds mm. this is this is one step to do so and and it's quite a, impressive that you Use social media to do that. Um, a lot of the times, social media gets a bad rep of actually creating negative um, emotions in people and envy and and uh, body image uh, issues. In fact, I was watching a documentary last night where they were talking all about how Instagram is making our lives worse and uh, how young people are thinking the ideal body type is a ser- looks a certain way or. Um, to be happy, you need to be rich um, and, and certain uh, have a certain lifestyle and so on. But I think in a lot of ways this, this is that positive side of social media where we are using it to create new ways to think, new um, p- pathways to to manage things like anxiety and um, and even um, feeling good about yourself in a time when it's difficult to find positivity in this, in this, you know, this circumstances that we're, we're in right now. So I think that's, that's pretty impressive. And the fact that you're using a uh, mix of uh, Spotify, Facebook, it, it comes across like you're a pro at all this. And you've just admitted to being so scared of it all at one point and just, not being afraid to stuff up and and learn and get better each time and um, and you like i said you look like you 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 come across as being a veteran <laughs> being <laughs> at at facebook live so so oh, this is a, a good yes. good good to know
1: <laughs> oh look and i always i love to share my story with people because that's what you people think oh my god say put together now you know you know what you're doing I'm like no I actually never know what I'm doing I'm learning constantly all the way you know I I don't know and but I'll tell you a good thing about me is I'm very coachable I'm really smart like that I'm like show me the easiest way please so I invest a lot of money in myself my business I work with the best people that show me how to do stuff I have as I said earlier my mentor my coach uh, last year I got someone a beautiful Pip who helped us we worked with her for 6 months and she put all of our business online so we now use the it's uh, called ClickUp and so click all all yeah that's like a yeah, our team project user. management yeah, yeah so yeah. all my clients uh, details are on that so then that's how we keep track of everything we've got all our programs all our events when we have our team meetings, we pop it up on on the screen, and we've got our numbers and everything. So, uh, you know, and I and when I first started that, I felt sick. And Pip's like, "You've got to do this," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna vomit!" <laughs> but I would just sit in that. I'm like, okay, yes, yes, I'll give this a go, because I was a person I had. Well, I'm, I'm still am a little bit, which is okay. But I had lists going on everywhere, and. She's like, you can do that in in ClickUp and save paper. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I just had to go through the uncomfortableness of that and keep showing up. And and then, oh, my God, you go, oh, what is this? This is fantastic. (laughs) Where has this been all my life? So you've (laughs) just got to go with the resistance. There's always resistance, and I'm good at going with that. And I just, yeah, allow the resistance. and, And then just going back to the Facebook Live stuff was I had massive resistance to it because, you know, I'm not good enough and all that sort of business. So and I knew I would sabotage it. So I set myself a day every week where I had to do a Facebook Live and it was 4 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. And so I made myself show up because I knew I never, I wouldn't, I'd never feel like it. crocky. And so I started with 20 seconds and I got on and I'd said, I don't know. <laughs> but i just got off and i just laughed and i was so excited like go me i did it and then so i got on the next week and i think i might have been 30 seconds then i got on the next week on the next week and slowly over time and and i'm more of an introvert to be honest and i'm more of i love listening to people more than talking so it's, I don't know if I'll ever truly, really love it. I'm not someone that gets on every day and just shows you my whole life or anything because I'm, I'm always with people. I love being present and I, I can easily just leave my phone <laughs> away. And so but I have improved so much. But that's this message I want people to hear is that I had to learn that. It wasn't natural for me no way known but you just keep showing up you start to build those new pathways you start to feel a bit more confident and comfortable in yourself and I show up as me so no makeup days messy hair some days I have got makeup on because I'm doing a workshop so you know you're talking about the the teenagers and and you know the body image and the judgments well that's where you know I just get on as me there's no perfection there's nothing fancy (laughs) some days at all but that's who I am and I think that's very important message we've got to be ourselves
0: and it's certainly uh coming across in this uh conversation we're having because uh because I feel like I'm talking to the authentic you I'm just talking to you and it's not uh Melanie the owner of a business or anything of that nature so you're you're being you and and I can I it comes across so I think that's that's great um In terms of what you think um, are the future aspirations of of your business, of yourself, um, can you share some with us?
1: well, I, I feel like my business will stay online. I know that I'll be doing in person as well and I will do workshops and, you know, speaking gigs in time when COVID has, we've learned our lessons from COVID. But you know, a large part of my business will stay online, and I do have dreams to travel as well. Travel, love to do some traveling around Australia, and and I'm a, someone I love working. And people always talk about retiring. I'm like, why well, not retire? <laughs> you know, this is just life. This is just living for me. So to be able to bring that into it so that you know your holidays, your work you know, it all starts to become one. So I, I can certainly see that because I can manage my team, I can manage. So I have practitioners now that I'm training up to do what I do. So we we all catch up. They can be anywhere in the world and supporting our beautiful clients. So I, I can see how the business is going to continue to expand uh, because we're not limited by where we live anymore. And I'm grateful because, because of that, and I, I do some work with Darren Hardy, he's a success mentor in America, and you can actually get the best people because of that because you're not limited to where you live. You know, you're, say, Melbourne, for instance. So my VAs are in the Philippines. They are top-notch. I'm very, very incredibly grateful to have them. I've got the best <laughs> And you know, as we expand even more, bringing in more people into the team, and they can live anywhere over, you know, over the world. And we have a very uh, relaxed policy. It's all about getting the work done. You know, we have flexible working hours, all of that sort of thing. So I can just see how, yeah, technology is going to continue to just make that easier and you know the meetings team meet we do pt on the line on a monday morning as a team it's fantastic so we all start that together so it's you you really are together you you really feel like you're in the one room
0: speaking of uh, being together in one room you know that uh, i'm sure you're you're across all the technologies that are actually focused on on making that a reality so virtual reality augmented reality um, in fact, Facebook is working on a system where you wear a headset that allows you to, to look at other people who are wearing the headset. So it looks like everybody's in that meeting room. They're all avatars, of course. And, and, and as you move your hands, because you would have scanned your environment, including your keyboard. I mean, this is for work purposes. So you would have sc- uh, scanned your keyboard. You would have, the, the system knows how your hands are moving. And that translates to your avatar uh, in that environment, in that virtual environment. And the screen that you're looking at on your laptop can be projected on so that everybody in that virtual environment can see what you're seeing on your laptop. And and obviously others who who present can do the same. So as they talk, it feels as though the voice is coming, say from the left-hand side of the room, and and that's that's something that's being trialed it's it's not the first time something like this is available but this is this is actually a technology that facebook is working on so do you find or can you see something like that being useful being being a technology that you think you would implement to make your workshops to make your one-on-one delivery even more immersive
1: yeah wow that sounds fantastic how interesting it's only just going to get better and better isn't it new things will just keep coming in yeah cuz I want I like I'm all my my whole business everything is all about play and fun. And now I do workshops with kids. I teach them about emotional intelligence, self-building self-esteem, self-confidence. And I I have been doing it uh one in person, which has been incredible but I've just had to cancel my, my the recent one, in, the new one coming up in September because of COVID. But in the future, I would love to have it online and have it so we can feel more connected and then more fun and more games and more play and so that we're not limited because we're not actually in person, that we can use the technology to, to bring that forward. So that sounds like, yeah, we'd be able to do that
0: yeah and I also think that uh, connection could be, as you said from anywhere. so we're not, we're not bound to be sitting inside a room indoors. People could connect even when they're outdoors or doing play uh, or or exercising um, <laughs> whatever it may be. Um, but you know this is this is certainly a technology that i've have, I've got my eye on, and I feel like that's in in my line of work this this is inevitably going to be the way. Uh, things move forward, and you you made an important point of having access to people slash talent to to ideas that are well uh, that transcend borders, that transcend distance. That that's just amazing. So now, uh, when we go on projects and and uh, work that requires expertise, we can have people all the way from Perth join in and and be part of that journey with us. We're no longer bound by expensive um, uh, expenses of bringing people over. So' it's, it's really incredible, and I think that through this there will get more and more innovation. We'll certainly get a lot more uh, viewpoints which will always contribute to better ideas and and amazing things to look forward to, as long mm-hmm. as you've got good internet.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then you can hotspot off your phone. Like my phone's amazing. <laughs> I, I went up to Queensland earlier this year and yeah. worked up there all week. And my was flawless. Yes. Mm. And we
0: continue to, to get better at that with the next generation of uh, mobile internet with 5G uh, giving us an opportunity to do things like what I discussed before, which is like you can imagine with the uh, virtual reality environment so that's very bandwidth hungry so you'd 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 be able to do stuff like that, and all of our things will be connected so we'll no longer have we don't necessarily have to only communicate with one another through a screen or through a through a mobile device it's just communication and and connectivity will be everywhere mm. <laughs> it'll be everything it'll be the internet of things <laughs> as they say. <laughs> All right, well, look, I, uh, I, I think this is a good time to let everyone uh, listening in know how they can get in touch with you if they wanted to, if they wanted to be on that journey uh, of, of improving themselves, improving their lives, improving their state of mind. How can they get in touch with you?
1: We can go to our website, which is successonpurpose.net.au, and the best way would just be then to there's you can just fill out your details and then just book in a chat. We have a half the 30-minute chat over Zoom. Um, yeah, I love it, love it, love meeting new people. And yeah, that that would be the best way. Um, as I said, I'm a very people person. Um I'd rather do this than um and I mean you can email me, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'd rather just catch up, you know, just have a chat.
0: Uh, that this, sounds yeah. that sounds wonderful we'll also leave uh your contact details and a little bit about you in our show notes uh look i think this has been both a insightful conversation but also a very inspirational one so i really thank you melanie for making time to speak to me today what what an incredible soul you are and you've uplifted my morning so thank you very Aww. much for that
1: well, that makes my day thank you I'm so grateful and I love to share the the imperfections because you know and I used to talk to other people I'd look and go oh my god you're amazing you've got it all together and then you start talking to them and you're like nah I've had to learn as well I was like, "Oh, okay right <laughs> so yeah we just need to change that you know that perception that we have on everyone that they know everything we're all just learning